Hello and a warm welcome to this PPC Chat Roundup episode. In today's episode, we have Julie Bicini again, leading us on a great chat um, about LinkedIn ads. And she's joined with LinkedIn expert himself, AJ Wilcox, who um, founded B2Linked, which is a handle, so check that out. And it's an agency that is 100% specialized in LinkedIn ads. So yeah, if anyone is gonna be the one to ask questions about LinkedIn ads or answer questions about LinkedIn ads, he's definitely the one so yeah he's co-hosted um with julie who has was having a migraine earlier today so bless her i hope she's feeling better but either way i'm sure it was a great chat and i hope you learn lots all right hope you enjoy Welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu, and I'm recording not from my usual studio in London, UK. I'm actually working from Prague today and tomorrow. And uh, yeah, I booked my ticket and I was like, oh, I'm going to be in Prague on this this Tuesday. So that's going to be unique. So I've taken my second best mobile microphone with me so apologies if the sound is not as great as you used to but yeah i'm trying my best so recording from my hotel room here in prague czech republic yeah and i use this platform to share not just expert but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in so if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to if you don't make it to the ppc chat live discussions and even if you do then like follow share and retweet on that's right twitter with my handle the marketing anu or join us in our LinkedIn group, which is the PPC Chat Roundup. Or if you're on Instagram, check us out at ppcchat underscore roundup to get quotes and snippets about about our previous episodes. So yeah, as I said um, earlier on, we have Julie Bicini leading us on um, this topic. And yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't able to make the live chat because I was enjoying a bit of Prague nice evening life in over here and I saw a concert like a a violin concert kind of thing it was a small small group so I wouldn't say a big concert but it was great the, the performances were great and afterwards I was recommended to go to this amazing restaurant but they didn't have a table for me but there was another guy as well who they didn't have a table they were going to get him to you know they were going to try and seat him but obviously they were going to sit him on a table for two because that's the minimum that they have a table for. And they said that, hey, if he doesn't mind being joined by me, we can, <laughs> they, will, they will mind us sitting together. And we did that. He was a lovely guy and we had great food. Oh God, I'm going to share a video on my Twitter if you can check it out of the dessert. I love the creme brulee, so I knew I was going to order that. And they had like dry ice. They put it on a, on a, a in a little bowl the creme brulee was in a bowl and then that was placed in another bowl of dry ice and then they put water over over it and smoke just came out it was like a scene out of harry potter it was quite exciting i was more amused by the view of it than wanting to actually eat it (laughs) but i did eat it and it was delicious anyway any one of you thinking of coming to prague do it it's a lovely place and they have great food but before I ramble on, I digress a lot. We have Julie and AJ Wilcox leading us on a great chat about LinkedIn ads, especially in 2022. There's been lots um, going on 
about it because there's been lots going on. The, 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 the world is evolving. Paid search is always evolving. Paid search media, social media as well is also evolving. So yeah, we talk about LinkedIn advertising in 2022. But she goes as usual, first, how are we all doing and yeah we've got um quite a few um names that we know here apart from aj as well we've got julia vice robert brady as well joining us with riley duncan sean ellie he joins us frequently dwayne brown as well joins us diana alina joins us and many more people i am sure and uh, yeah before we get into the chat a nice psa that julie always mentioned saying that is that before we get to questions this chat is intended for ppc professionals of all levels if you have something you want to share please do we are a friendly and supportive community please don't be afraid to participate lurkers are of course always welcome two so yeah we get right into it julie hits us with question one saying are you currently advertising on linkedin if so for how long have you been advertising there and for how many clients or accounts and if not why not um so i can speak for let's say like because working at marin we do run not just paid search but paid social and yeah we do have quite a few linkedin clients people working on linkedin so that is very nice and interesting and then we have Julia Weiss replying to question one saying, yes, we are. The public sector team is very pleased with LinkedIn as an educational platform and as a way to reach out to businesses for specific campaigns. We've also had success with luxury clients in the past. Julie replies, while I have managed LinkedIn advertising in the past, my current set of clients are not advertising there, which is a bummer. AJ replies saying, definitely currently advertising on LinkedIn ads over 11 years and over 700 clients. $150 million in spend. Love the platform despite its flaws. Hey, all the platform has has flaws. Robert Brady replies to question one saying, yes, currently have several clients on LinkedIn ads, been there for at least seven to eight years. Riley Duncan replies, we got about 40% of our clients on LinkedIn, would like it to be more since we are mostly B2B, have been advertising there for two to three years. Sean Ellie replies, yes, more and more, a handful of clients all focused on B2B. These clients took a brief pause during COVID, but has been on LinkedIn for years, one of their top platforms. Dwayne Brown replies, we are not, though we have in the past when working on tech and SaaS brands. Our agency is 95% e-com and DTC these days, though I think about what type of e-com and DTC brands would make sense to run LinkedIn ads for higher end priced products. Oh, I'm sure we'll get <laughs> to those kind of questions, Wayne. Um, Diana replies, I only do in-house LinkedIn ads. Yeah, and then we've got Julie taking us on to question two, asking, yeah, what have you found to be working really well in LinkedIn advertising lately? And then, yeah, we've got AJ himself replying, saying, it's funny, the majority of stuff that worked five plus years ago is still working. The first two ad formats that LinkedIn came out with are still working great. So that's single image sponsored content and text ads. Valuable content still converts better than demo requests and trials. And yeah, Julia Vice replies straight ahead, single image, animated video, sponsored content. It's the audience that really makes it happen for us. And she continues, it helps to have a great specifically for business. As always, it's not just the ad, it's the product. AJ goes, amen. 
And then we've got um, Diana replying to question two, saying, surprisingly or not, retargeting ads perform very well for us on LinkedIn. Sean Ellie replies, we tend to stick to the text ads as they are on the cheaper side and tend to perform well, but have recently been more success with leads ads. Had one campaign just spend over $3,000 with a $22 CPA. AJ goes very nice. I love text ads too. And Utopia replies, same. How are you nurturing your leads or do they go straight into your CRM for a sales rep to hit? Sean replies, they go into the CRM where I believe the client sales team reaches out. It would be nice to add an extra step to try and nurture those though. Utopia, who I think are trying to make a sale here, goes, right, that's what I'm, I've, specific, I've typically done. Sending In this instant, however, we are sending to ESP first and only sending them into CRM what once it's scored and hits a threshold to be considered MQL. And we have Dwayne Brown replying to question two saying, have no value to drop. I'll eat my Thai lunch and see what others say. <laughs> yeah, Sarah goes, I'm lurking here today. Julia Vice goes, um, yeah, mm, Thai. <laughs> Thai food. Is that how he's just going to respond to all the questions? He's just really relaying the kind of food he's eating. Ah, enjoy, Dwayne. Riley replies to question two saying, sponsored content, promoting webinars, ebooks, checklists, etc. As long as the asset is compelling enough to the audience, we see great results. Using lead gen forms can help improve conversion rates too. And we have Robert Brady replying to question two saying, being seen, good results from lead gen forms lately, but the regular old field old feed ads still work great when the offer matches the audience and has good value sarah replies to question one saying i am not but our company does use linkedin for conferences and events that's a good idea and then we have julia vice giving us question three saying what has been frustrating you in linkedin ads advertising lately in response to that, we've got, yeah, Julie herself's going, not being able to duplicate an ad. Yes, I know you can, but it remains weirdly tied to original ad. LinkedIn ads needs a duplication feature like Facebook has, please and thank you, unless this changed while I was off the platform. AJ goes, you're right. We need the ability to publish an ad from an ad ID like on Facebook and then be able to add our own tracking params. Currently, we have to choose between preserving social proof or having accurate track tagging, hard choice. And Dwayne Brown replies to question three saying, lack of buckle editing. Last time I used the ad manager, which was last summer, or if this exists, maybe I just don't know how to do it. AJ replies, there is some bulk editing, lack of buckle editing. Maybe he meant bulk editing. <laughs> AJ replies, there's some bulk editing now. We built our own internal bulk tools because of this pain point. I feel you. Dwayne Brown replies saying, it's, it is one reason I stopped using Pinterest ads. That ad manager is not fit for purpose. At least LinkedIn ads manager is usable and can get the job done. And Julia Weiss goes, oh, I don't know if this is later question, but without question, the support from LinkedIn and Pinterest are outstanding. Stella, best in class, no complaints, polish a trophy, etc. My version of bulk uploading and sending it to our partner so they can do it. Nice. And Julia Weiss makes a nice side note here saying, does anyone else wish Microsoft will just add LinkedIn to their Microsoft ads editor. It's already a good product and can handle LinkedIn audiences too. 
And then we have Dinah replying to question three, saying um, to all that was added here and with it, which I agree a lot, I would also add the fact that you can't edit the UTMs of carousel cards once the ad went live. And then we have Julia taking us on to question four, saying are there things that used to work well for you on the LinkedIn platform that no longer perform well? Do you have any thoughts as to why this might be happening? AJ responds to that saying, I do see that our lead magnets really need to solve a migraine problem instead of a headache problem. It used to be that you could get fairly good performance from decent assets. Now they really have to be great assets to get high performance. And um, I'm sure I saw somewhere saying that AJ going, sorry, um, Julie, uh, for the migraine analogy, because yeah, she's getting a migraine. Julie goes, no worries. A migraine is not just a headache, so it fits. And because I don't think there are many answers apart from AJ's answers um, to the questions, I will post, give um, questions five and six. And Julie asks question five saying, are there any newer features that you've tried and or plan to try in the coming months on the LinkedIn advertising platforms? And question six, which is the last one saying, what questions do you have for AJ about LinkedIn advertising in 2022? So yeah, let's start with his answer to question five. AJ goes, definitely add single image retargeting to that list of stuff you need to try. It now builds audiences in arrears, so no more setting up retargeting and waiting for 300 person audience huge he continues currently there is a beta for document ads which perform really well organically and appear to be high performers for performer ads as well too i'll be excited when they allow us to attach a lead generation form and gate lead magnets right within the document ads yeah and julia goes yeah this is huge so question five julia goes i'm curious about dynamic ads on linkedin but i don't have a good candidate to try them out with aj replies to that i believe yeah saying dynamic ads are our favorites for company follower company follower campaigns low volume because it's right rail inventory so only on desktop cpcs tend to be a bit lower than sponsored content so it's usually efficient and considering how expensive linkedin is is usually set to be that's a good thing julia replies saying hmm, low cpcs on the thing the platform wants us to do interesting on a serious note i am not permitted to pixel my public sector site so waiting for the right fit aj goes nice with the new engagement retargeting options like single image sc you get retargeting audiences without a pixel game changer for sure julia replies exactly very excited about engagement retargeting um robert brady replies to question six in terms of asking aj a question saying what are your thoughts on message ads right now are you using them where do they fit best for advertisers aj goes message ads and conversion ads are so hard to make work oh that's coming from an expert so message ads quite hard cpcs are ridiculous 12 25 to 50 range on average takes a vip offer that feels like a personal invitation to make to make more efficient than sponsored content julia goes we've had success in exactly one campaign where we did message ads inviting specific businesses to apply for a specific grant and it was still pretty pricey we did it alongside sponsored content so a pretty big lift for that particular one not for every day aj goes this is a must run alongside sponsored content and text ads my favorite helps people take it seriously when they see it is a message 
add. So yeah, trust people to know what you're seeing so that they understand that it is an ad and they, they are not trying to like dupe them. People like honesty. And um, if, they, if they're told it's an ad, they'll take it as an ad. And if they like the messaging, they'll go for it. Diana replies to question six saying, what do you think would be better? A lead generation campaign that directs users, for example, to homepage or a simple conversion campaign instead that directs users to a landing page with a form on it. And what's the answer from AJ saying, yeah, Julia goes form page, form page, form page. <laughs> and then AJ goes, good question. Definitely hard to say. Purpose builds landing page is easier to show the value and explain the benefit, but conversion rate will be lower than lead gen form. Lead gen has much higher conversion rates, but lower quality of lead. Gotta balance. And a very delightful note here by Diana going, thank you so much to both of you for this delightful conversation. AJ goes, anytime. Julie goes, thanks for participating. Diana goes, I'll try to be more courageous and do it more often as usually I stay somewhere in the shadows, silently reading everyone's replies. AJ goes, courage is such a safe and supportive space. Yes, Diana. And I'm going to add you, I hope I can, to the women in PPC community because, yeah, we love new people who, you know, step up to talk about what they love about paid search and what they love about paid social. And then Julie goes, yeah, I love having new voices join the conversation. Definitely love that as well. We follow each other. We'll try and get that done. And on that very positive note, we come to the end of our chat this week that went by quickly and it's a short and sweet one. So you can even fit this in in your lunch break or, you know, in between tasks, uh, you know, a 20 minute break from one task to the next. Yeah, that's always a good way to refresh the mind and get, you know, new strategy ideas if you are running LinkedIn ads to advise to on in your next client meeting even. So yes, I hope you did enjoy that. If you did have more to share and there's some questions that you wish you'd asked that you were like, oh gosh, darn it, I missed the chat. I couldn't ask AJ that and I still would like to ask him directly. Join them on Thursday um, at 5 p.m. GMT, 12 p.m. Um, Eastern time where they will be on um, the Twitter spaces, chat chatting more about um, yeah LinkedIn spaces, about LinkedIn spaces, about LinkedIn ads even. So yeah, they will be, they'll be talking about that. So join me and Wilcox AJ, that's his handle, Wilcox AJ, if you want to follow him to for the Twitter spaces chat, they will be there. So yes, get more of your fill on LinkedIn ads on there. For any feedback about this podcast or this episode or about maybe even some correction that you might have, please get in touch with me on Twitter. My DMs are open on my handle, The Marketing Anu, or on LinkedIn. We have a PPC chat group, which is, yeah, the PPC chat roundup podcast. So join us. Yeah, request to be connected and I'd love to have um, you and hear your thoughts and it would also be great if alongside if you've been listening to this podcast for more than 30 seconds <laughs> to go on Spotify to give it a lovely rating or an Apple uh, podcast review to do that go to linktree.com forward slash ppc chat underscore roundup that's l-i-n-k-t-r-e-e dot com forward slash ppc chat underscore roundup so finally, remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly. There's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye and speak to you next week.